Okay, you're here live with the logical and the mug. Let's uh, start to break down round one. We've got uh, game one, MCG, Thursday, 21st of March, 7.20 p.m. The Carlton Blues taking on the Richmond Tigers. Uh, Carlton, $7 at the 36.5 line. Richmond Tigers, the comeback at $1.16. Uh, so the, uh, the Carlton Blues last year, two from uh, 22 wins. Richmond, 18, as we know. Shocking year for the Blues, finished last on the ladder, Richmond first. Uh, all the metrics point in favour of, of Richmond. Uh, who do you like in this one, Logical? Yeah, mate, just um, just to, as a starting point, I thought I'd just give you an understanding of how I go about pricing up these matches. And and um, I have every team on a rating, um, and the, the best team, which was Richmond last year, was on a rating of zero, and, and then and every team rated uh, against them. Um, and then when those two teams to come together, you take subtract one rating from the other and then look at home ground advantage. Um, if this game was to be played at round 23 last year, there would have been 65-point favourites to Richmond. And and, and I, I don't think um, Richmond as a team, has um, their rating has changed much at all. I, I think they're a very similar side probably to what they were last year. They've added Lynch to the, to the team, which could give them some improvement. Um, but it's just all about Carlton's improvement and how much they've improved. Obviously, late late in the season, teams don't perform as well. But but I don't think at any stage Carlton's rating last year was really much higher than forty five or so. Um, have they improved? That's that's the big query. Um, if you think they have improved, it's probably no bet. If they haven't, then I would be saying then Richmond minus is probably the bet there. Yeah, I had uh, I had the pick at Richmond uh, minus thirty six myself. In terms of a betting position, it's a pass for me, just because not really sure uh, what Carlton's going to come out with. I mean, apart from the game against Melbourne last year, I think it was that was the only time at the MCG they got done by over a hundred points. The uh, the rest of the games, I think, were under a margin of twenty six points, and that was the biggest one against Richmond in the corresponding game last year. So. Um, Props to those that are going to uh, go after the go after the minus there with the uh, the Tigers, um, but it's a, it's a pass from me and and sounds like a it's a pass from you. Logical is that right? Yep. So the mugs the mugs passing and logical's passing. No bet for the boy. Game two MCG Friday night twenty second of March seven fifty. It's the Collingwood Magpies, the grand finalists taking on the Geelong Cats. Collingwood Magpies, around the $1.62 mark, is out there with Bet365, I believe, uh, and Geelong um, coming back at two thirty-five, and uh, there's some eight and a half line pretty much everywhere on, on most markets at the moment. Um, Collingwood, 15 wins for the for the year last year, Geelong slightly below that with the 13, finished them third on the ladder for the Pies, eighth for the Cats. Um, from what I can see here, logical, we've got the, a situation where Collingwood beats them in most key metrics of the game. Um, for mine, I, I think the, the, the Collingwood team seems a lot stronger um, over the preseason and so on, but uh, I'm interested to hear your perspective. Um, how, do you, uh, how do you feel about this game? And what's your thinking going into this one? Yeah, I know that Mug, you're very big on the pies this year. You're very bullish on the pies. Um, the Cats have traditionally struggled a bit at the MCG in recent years. Collingwood are very good at the MCG. Um, uh, looking at the uh, movements in the preseason, um, Collingwood have, I think they've done quite well. They've added roughhead beans um, to their team. They get Elliott back. They get Moore back into the team. Um, 
they got Adams out through injury and Hoskin Elliott, but I think they're, they're, they're one of the best teams that have recruited in the, in the preseason. Um, Geelong added Dalhouse and Rowan, um, lost um, Menzel, and they've got a few injuries in Tui and Selwood. Um, but, you know, like Collingwood's very young side. They obviously made the grand final last year, and with the additions, um, they've got a lot of upside. So I think I have to agree with you here, Mug, and um, if I was off having bet here, I'd be on the, on the pies. Yeah, I think um, the Geelong's form at the MCG was pretty shaky. They couldn't score at the MCG last year, could they? They, they, had, they had some really low scores. They battled against Essendon, I think it was. They, it was a low-scoring game against Collingwood, one they actually beat uh, Collingwood. We should actually point that out, that Geelong actually did beat Collingwood there back in round 8, 66-45. I think it was one of the worst games of the year. Um, but uh, I'm big yeah. on the pies. Yeah. I'm big on the pies, Logical. I like the pies. They uh, they stack up in all metrics. They've recruited really well. They're going to put a really good team out in round one. I don't like Geelong as a rule. So um, I preface uh, anything I'm going to say after that point uh, with a, a bit of a, uh, a notion to say that I don't really like Geelong. Um, Collingwood are better in, the, in, in all metrics. I don't think the Geelong yep. side has dramatically improved, if at all. I, I wonder where the improvement comes from with Geelong. Uh, it's the same story for Geelong, if you ask me. It's the same guys. It's the Dangerfield, Selwood, Hawkins. Uh, they're still rolling Harry Taylor out, these sorts of guys. Are these guys getting any better? Are they taking Geelong to any other level? I think they've got some good guys coming through, like par fit, and uh, they've, they're going to unleash some, some really good rookies, some first and second year players. But um, yeah, it's the pies for me. It, it, the pick for me is the pies. I will be betting on this game, and uh, I'll be taking probably a little bit of head-to-head, just depending on where that market comes out. Uh, if it gets any less than that, you probably can't take. Uh, you can't probably take much better than the. You, you probably can't take the dollar sixty-two, but uh, but I, I'm definitely going to have to have a go at the line here. I think. Yeah, I think I'll just add that add to that mug and say that if I was to back the pies here, uh, round one favourites uh, can be can be a bit of a high risk, and for me, it might be just a forty-plus bet. Forty-plus. Okay. Yep. All right. That's the uh, that's the word from from that game. Let's move on to game number three. Game three, MCG, Saturday 23rd, March, 1.45, as close to the traditional time slot that you'll get. Um, another big game at the MCG, the third in a row at the Mighty Stadium. Uh, the Melbourne Demons hosting Port Adelaide. Melbourne Demons currently sitting around $1.33. You can get at some markets, top sports uh, featuring that those odds at the moment. Port Adelaide, the comeback, uh, about the best out there is 360 on the old U-Bet or the Queensland TAB. Uh, line... Most markets, most most companies are sitting around about 22 and a half with the, the line uh, currently. So Melbourne Demons, a lot of hype about the Demons. Everyone loves the Demons. They love Max Gorn. They love the midfield. They love the addition of Stephen May. Uh, 14 wins last year, fifth on the ladder. Uh, third in percentage. They uh, figure in the, one, uh, the top three in all of my key metrics that I've got listed here in front of me. Contested possessions, clearances, inside 50s, intercepts and kicks. Uh, the comeback on Port in terms of those same metrics. 12, 12 wins last year for Port. A disappointing 10th. Uh, for the uh, for the team from Elberton. Last year, 10th uh, in percentage as well, so they had some issues with their scoring and their defence. Um, the uh, corresponding game, uh, well, actually, they only played once last year and was at the Adelaide Oval, and uh, and Port Adelaide was able to get over the top of them by 10 points. Uh, Port Adelaide, 75 to Melbourne, 65. Uh, 
if, if my memory, so I can just remember uh, Jones is heading his hands, I think, as that one slipped away. That was one they should have won the Ds. Um, so we, uh, we look back at Port. They're sitting around 10th, 6th, 9th, 11th, and 10th in some of those metrics that I just mentioned before. So you'd have to say on paper, Melbourne uh, is the pick here for the head-to-head. Uh, but from a betting perspective, uh, for me, uh, far too much hype on the Demons. Uh, the Demons, for me, have been a real letdown team. We've seen it time and time again. You don't only have to speak to uh, one of your mates who's a Melbourne so, supporter. So, you're just trying to say you don't like the Demons. No, I, I, I'm just I, picking up something here. And no, it's not that I don't <laughs> like the Demons. I, I just don't particularly like them in this spot. Uh, I think statistically they, they may be a, a good chance and, and you can talk to that a little bit more. But your, your, from my point of view, uh, logical, um, the pick is Melbourne, but uh, no betting for me. Uh, your perspective, logical, what have you got for us? Well, they've had a good tra- training period, haven't they? They've got rid of Jesse Hogan. That's probably one of the best things they've done. Uh, they've picked up May, as you said, but he won't be playing this week. Um, so their side would be pretty similar to what, how they finished last year. Um, they finished the team one of the form sides in the comp, one of the highest rated teams in the comp last year. Port Adelaide, they were probably the opposite end of the scale. They were they were out of form as the season was finishing. They have not had a great trade period. They've lost Polak, they've lost Wingard, they've lost Homsch, they've lost Pittard, they've lost some run there. They've picked up a few in Mays and Burton. Harlot could be back in a few weeks. But Wines is probably not going to be there in round one. Dixon, he's not there. Paddy Ryder? Is Paddy Ryder going to be there? Paddy Ryder's a little bit suspect. Mm. Had they have their full side in, I probably wouldn't mind them this week, but I could not be on port at the MCG. Taking it all that into consideration, as you say, Melbourne as a favourite, you might be a bit suspect, but probably a no bet. Yep, no bet. Okay. Game number four, Adelaide Oval, Saturday 23rd of March, 4.35pm. The controversial twilight spot that has been spoken about a fair bit recently. We got the Adelaide Crows taking on the Hawthorne Hawks. Adelaide uh, $1.36 head to head with the comeback with the Hawks uh, $3.30. You can get that at the old uh, UBET TAB Queensland. And the line sitting around uh, 19.5 pretty much everywhere. So just to clarify there, Mug, um, you're just quoting the best price from each uh, the from the best available. Yeah, I, I had a look at some prices today, yep. Logical, and uh, just talking from the different uh, market providers, who's uh, who's actually got the best price in each yep. market. Yep. Um, so there, there may, if you shop around, there may even be better prices available somewhere now. Um, those, uh, they're obviously liable to move uh, from from time to time. The markets have been pretty steady across the whole on most games. The only the only game we've seen a little bit of action on so far is the Fremantle North game, which we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah, and and, and markets are sure to move a lot after teams, but uh, recording before teams this week, the uh, market's still been pretty steady. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's have a look at this one in a little bit more detail. So, is it? Anis Horribilis, is that the word, for the Adelaide Crows last year? They really struggled. Uh, they had their camp from hell and all the psychological problems that they had up there. Uh, the Hawks probably had the opposite, to be honest. They were they were uh, well above themselves uh, last year, finishing in fourth place. Went out in straight sets, which is probably not a big surprise to a lot, uh, except for myself. Um, but, um, but the numbers stack up. Uh, in Hawthorne's favour, the Hawks got a hold of them last year at the MCG in round 13, 88 to 32. Uh, in terms of most of the metrics, contested, contested possessions, seventh, clearances, fifth, inside 50s, fifth, intercepts, sixth, and kicks, fourth. And uh, 
Adelaide sits around the ninth, 10th mark for, for most of those metrics. So we have a look at this. It's an interesting game when you look at it. On paper, you sort of go, well, geez, if anyone would think that Hawthorne should be favourite with all of this, but uh, logical. Tell us tell us why Adelaide are so strongly uh, favoured and um, and what you think about this particular matchup. Yeah, well, I think most people uh, rightly think Adelaide are going to be the big improver for the year. As you said, they had a really bad year last year. They've got they're a much fitter list. They get Smith and the Crouch brothers back. Um, but on the flip side, Hawthorne, they've lost Mitchell. Um, they've lost Burton. They're two recruits, Scully and Wingard. They're not playing this this game. Um, the match has been played at Adelaide Oval. Is there a bigger home crowd advantage? Probably not. They might be equal over at West Coast. Um, so if you look at the ratings and, and add a home ground advantage to it, you know, it stacks up that Adelaide, 18-point favourites. Um, seems about right to me. I could make, make a case for both there. So so you're saying the market's about right there at that 19.5 mark, or are you still favouring a bet there um, with, with Adelaide? No, I'd say I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I think probably for the home ground advantage, it's about eight points, nine points there. Um, and I would say that Adelaide, I would, I would suggest about a 10-point better side than Hawthorne. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so the market is there where it, where it is. Um, there's no bet from me there. I mean, head to head, you probably have to say Adelaide, but uh, I have to declare my loyalties. I'm a Hawks man, and uh, part of me likes to think that the Hawks can still win this one, but uh, there's definitely no betting happening for me on that particular game. So it's a, it's a pass on the action there from me, and uh, sounds like logical, maybe a little bit undecided whether there's a bet, but uh, if you had to be one way or the other, logical, where would you want to be? Adelaide minus, but no bet. No bet. Okay, so we're passing on that one, no problem at all. Game number five, Marvel Stadium, Saturday, 23rd of March, 7.25pm. We've got the Western Bulldogs hosting the Sydney Swans. The Western Bulldogs, $2.30 at Unibet uh, versus the Sydney Swans. The best you can get at the moment is around about that $1.68 mark. There's a there's a company called Top Better that's putting that up at the moment, so you can have a look at that one. In terms of the line, um, there's, uh, there's the plus for the Bulldogs at 7.5 pretty much everywhere. And I have been able to see a little bit of six and a half for the Swans uh, at Top Sport. The Bulldogs, pretty tough year for the Doggies last year as well. Uh, they only managed the eight wins, 13th on the ladder. Uh, percentage was poor. They, uh, they, they finished uh, contested possessions 14th, clearances 14th, inside 50s 13th, intercepts 13th, kicks 13th. So definitely in the bottom bottom sort of section of the, of the table. Uh, the Swans, they... Um, they haven't really captured that sort of, you know, prelim grand final form that we've we've sort of come to know and love from them. But uh, they're still a, a pretty solid side. Last year, fourteen wins, uh, six on the ladder. Percentage was uh, eighth, and uh, and they're sitting around that eighth, ninth, tenth mark for the different metrics. So definitely favoured uh, more again in the key metrics than than the Bulldogs. Um, I guess it comes down to personnel a little bit. The uh, the Western Bulldogs have lost a lot. They've lost their uh, their aging defender in Dale Morris in um, unfortunate yep. circumstances. Tom Boyd uh, isn't going to play for them. I'm concerned about the ability of the Western Bulldogs to kick goals. Uh, your perspective on the game, logical? Well, first first point I would make here is no betting for me until the Lance Franklin Franklin decision. 
um, he's going to move the market. Um, if he doesn't play, the market probably moves to the dogs. Um, if he if he does play, then it, it certainly it certainly moves towards Sydney. Um, I know you're pretty keen on the dogs, Mug. This is music to ears. No, you, I'm, is, I'm not. I'm not keen on the dogs. Not sorry, the, sorry, the Swannies. Um, music to ears here, Mug. Dalhouse, Adams, Roughhead, exits, injuries. Boyd, Johansson, Dale, Jong, Pick, and Morris. Johansson not playing it. I didn't no, actually know that he was out. Okay. No. Gee. No run off the, the halfback flank. Yeah. Um, I know Sydney, uh, Franklin on doubt. They've got rid of a bit of Deadwood, I suppose you could say. Hanbury and Rowan, they weren't doing a lot for them in recent seasons, or last season for sure. Um, they've still got a good young list. Um, they play okay at Eddie Had. Yeah. Um, I think with you, I'm here also leaning towards Sydney. Um, you know, it's all about Franklin in terms of the market. but And... And question for you, Logical, how much do you think that market moves uh, with the Buddy, Buddy Franklin in it? I think the market suggests that Franklin's not playing at the moment, and I probably predict that he doesn't play. So when that doesn't happen, I'd say it probably moves a little bit to the dogs or, or not much at all. Yep. Um, if he does if he does play, that market will move six to eight points towards Sydney. Yeah. And, and do you think it's a better bet with Brank, uh, Franklin with the move of the market? Or, or is it a better off to just take it as it is or just leave the whole thing completely? It's a, it's a very good question, round one. Uh, if you think Buddy's a 50% chance to play, then then Sydney's the bet because, you know, effectively that line is 50% times the six points he might move that market. So if you think he's 50%, which I don't think he is, then I'd be backing the Swans minus. Yeah. I, I definitely, I know one thing's for certain, I cannot, as the mug, I cannot be on the dogs. I know that's for sure. So uh, I, I will not be betting the dogs. I've got a little bit of an asterisk next to this game. Um, when you stack it up, uh, Sydney is definitely the play. Not sure if I'll bet it yet, but I've got a little note there, head-to-head and line. Um, there's some good promos out there at the moment with regards to head-to-head betting. Uh, we'll talk about those a little bit later on, but... Uh, if that gets up any up anything more up over the dollar seventy, I might be uh, forced to just take a couple of units at the uh, at the head to head. But we'll see how we go. Game number six, we've got the Brisbane Lions taking on the West Coast Eagles up at the Gabba Saturday, twenty third of March, eight twenty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Brisbane Lions two dollars eighty five at Top Sport versus the West Coast Eagles at a dollar forty seven Unibet. There's some 14 and a half out there at some different market providers and the uh, West Coast Eagles minus a 13.5 at the line uh, in some different markets as well. So a little bit of uh, a little bit of discrepancy there with the different uh, the different markets. Let's have a look at the uh, the West Coast Eagles, the Premiers. Um, fantastic season from those guys. 16 wins last year, finished second on the ladder, winning the Premiership we know, uh, fourth for percentage. Um, they gave the Brisbane Lions um, uh, a little, just they beat them by a little bit, 26 points up there in the last round of the year. The uh, Lions gave them a little bit of a run for their money, but the West Coast were just too strong. In all metrics, as you'd, as you'd appreciate, the West Coast were in the top four uh, for all of the, uh, the metrics that we've previously spoken about, whereas the Brisbane Lions, 15th, 9th, 15th, 17th, and 12th. So... The market, I, I, well, I'll hand over to you, Logical. What's your thoughts on where the market currently sits, and uh, 
And what's your mindset uh, from a betting perspective as we take a look at this one? Well, a side that finished second and won the flag versus a side that finished 15th. And the side that finished 15th being $2.80 doesn't sound right at first look. But to be fair, after further investigation, further thought about it, um, I don't think the market's wrong. Um, you know, that's saying that Brisbane's approximately a 30% chance to win this match, 33% chance. Um, you know, West Coast, the, the handicap of 13.5, 14.5, that suggests that West Coast are a 20-point better side than, than Brisbane. Um, to me, that sounds about fair. There's a lot of hype about Brisbane. A lot of people like them. A lot of, you know, they've got, they're off, their recruiting's not too bad. West Coast, potentially, I probably wouldn't take this into too much into consideration, but potentially a bit of a premiership hangover. Um, yeah, for me, uh, no bet. Yeah, I think uh, to sit there and have a look at it, you go, well, West Coast has got to be a 13.5 point better team uh, than the Brisbane Lions. There are probably, there's, there's two things that I don't like. There's uh, Lockie Neal, I think will make a huge impact on the Brisbane um, midfield. Uh, but it, do they improve loss of beans with the inclusion of Neal? Yeah, true. Like for like for there for me. Yeah, okay. Yep, fair. Good they, point. They get Lions. They've got a slight, slight, slight improvement there with Lions. Okay, well, the mug will have to cop that one. Um, the thing that probably worries me a little bit with West Coast is the uh, the preparation gets less and also a bit of a change to the structure of the preseason this year where they take the extra time off over the break. So the West Coast Eagles have had considerably less planned time where they would have actually been coming together. Is that a thing? Well... Maybe not. Uh, maybe it is. Round one of the year, probably just prepared to uh, to sit back and, and take a bit of an armchair ride for this one. The pick is West Coast, and the pick is the West Coast line, but uh, can't see myself taking a, a bet on this one. And logical, just to recap yourself. Uh, to me, the price at this stage feels about right. Uh, if you get bigger, near the jump on Brisbane, week one, home side, for a big outsider, I'd have a, have a bet. 325 or above. And we never know too, this time of year up in the Queensland, up in the northern state can get a bit slippery up there as well. So if you can get get a few more points up around that 20 mark, scoring's going to be less. There might actually be something a little bit worthwhile there at that plus money. Game 7, Marvel Stadium, Sunday 24th of March, 1.10pm Eastern Standard Time. St Kilda Saints at $1.27, taking on the Gold Coast Suns at $4.14. You can get that price at Betfair, $4.14. And the line, 24.5 for the Saints and 25.5 for the Gold Coast Suns. Jeez, uh, these guys are just about as bad as each other. Don't think I need to go through all the stats. They both finished down the bottom of the ladder. They both finished with four wins. Logical, what's your thoughts on this one? Talk about the unmighty have lost the unmighty. Uh, Gold Coast rated 72 points worse than Richmond at the end of last season. Um, they've gone and lost Barlow, Rosa, Lynch, Hall, May, College Asney, Lions. They've got Rankin injured, Thompson injured, Alice injured, and Lemons injured. And they've added a second second uh, um, fiddle Richmond player in Miles and Homs from from uh, Port Adelaide, and they've got back right. Um, that's that's in saying all that, they looked all right in preseason. Um, and then I go down to St Kilda, and they were rated fifty last year, all equally struggling. Um, and then they've had a disastrous off season. Um, 
They've Hanabry, their big recruit. He's out. Robertson's out. McCartan's out. Jack Stevens. Jack Stevens, sorry, I'm not sure he's playing this week. I don't think he's so. He's back at the club. Um, they've got their own troubles. I think before I get on tip for this week, these two sides are both poorly rated, but if one of them wins, they're going to look better than what they are, and the next week will be a good time to get against them. Yep. Um, but I think even as bad as Gold Coast are and as bad as their injuries are, I would be on the plus here. It's just a small bet. Yep, so that's that's a bet for you on that one? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I I won't be betting on this one. It's a pass for me, but uh, if I had to be on one, it would be the Gold Coast Suns. I, I just can't bring myself to bet on the Saints until they can show me that they can actually put the ball through the big sticks from directly in front. That is still just a massive issue in their whole game is the guys actually kicking the ball straight. Uh, yeah. Nothing worse than being on the Saints minus watching them <laughs> miss shots and uh, watch your line fade off. Suns plus. Yeah, yeah. Sun, Sun, Suns plus. No bet for me, a small bet for logical, and we'll leave it at that. Game 8, Sydney Showground, Sunday 24th, March, 3.20pm Eastern Standard Time. The GWS Giants taking on the Essendon Bombers. GWS, $1.65 at top better. It's about the, the best head-to-head market out there. Uh, Essendon Bombers, $2.40 at top sport. You can get some minus... 7.5 at Unibet, and there's some 8.5 plus pretty much everywhere for the Bombers. Really interesting betting game, this one. The Giants have been pretty strong the last couple of years, finishing up the pointy end of the ladder. They uh, Essendon had a shocking start to the year, as we know, and uh, then found their way into some form late in the season. So much so that in uh, round 10, they're able to, I think it was, might have even been the... the this time they st- stopped the rot, Essendon, or it was in that middle of the year period where they, they started to put the foot down. They actually took it to the Giants and beat them 95-60 up at, uh, up at the Skoda Stadium on the Sydney Showground Stadium, as they call it now. Very interesting betting game, and I'm going to throw it over to Logical for his perspective on this one. Yeah, this has been the other game that's moved, other than the Kangaroos game, which we'll t- discuss later on this week with Danaher, um, with the Danaher calf injury, if it is a calf injury. Um GWS have lost some cattle in the off-season. Griffin, Scully, Lobb, Shield, uh, Haynes, Patton and Ward also out injured this week. Um, they don't get Mummy back yet. Uh, they get Toledo back from out, out for the majority of last season. Um, Essendon, get, they recruit Shield um, and they, they look like they were going to get down to her back, but they don't. They've lost Hooker as well. So in terms of the cattle in the off-season, Essendon have improved better than GWS, but um, for me, this is one game I'm, I'm, I'm lost for a bit. Um, Unless there's a significant market move, um, I've got low confidence in really, really uh, which way to go. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a pick, a tip who you think might win? Logical. I think I'd slightly lean to to GWS because of the the market and because it's at home. But yeah. So GWS the pick for logical, but no bet on this one at this point in time with the market the way that it is. For myself, I've gone backwards and forwards a little bit on this one. I, I feel Essendon is a little bit like Melbourne for me. They're a bit overhyped. They feel like they're coming in with a little bit too much noise. Which Essendon's going to show up? Is it the Essendon that played in the first sort of six, seven rounds of the of last year, or is it the one that played in the back end? Does the amount of personnel change at the GWS hurt them? Um, I, uh, I had in my notes, GWS is the pick, bet unsure. We'll leave it at that. Game 9, Optus Stadium, Sunday, 24th of March, 6.20pm Eastern Standard Time. That's a 
Big weekend of football, still watching football at 6.20 on a Sunday night. But it is the Fremantle Dockers at $2 at the Queensland TAB, or the old U-Bet, taking on North Melbourne at $1.97. You can get that price at Unibet currently. Um, some two and a half for the Fremantle Dockers at the plus, and uh, some minus at uh, 1.5 uh, for North Melbourne, uh, and you can get that at most markets. North Melbourne, you have to say, had the better year, and the, and the metrics suggest that. Freo had a pretty tough year with their skipper out for a, a large part of it. Interesting betting game, this one. This one's gone backwards and forwards. Uh, let's hand it over to Logical for his thoughts on the on the Freo versus North. Oh, mate, better the week for me here. Um, Want to be on the Kangas. Uh, Freo were pretty ordinary late last season. Um and I can't see any reason why they've improved. Uh, they got some horrible smashings late in the season, even at home. Um, and then they've lost uh, Hogan in the lead-up to this match in, in not great circumstances. Uh, Sandilands won't be playing. Hill won't be playing. They haven't improved their list any any other way. Um, whereas North Melbourne... They've Lockie Neal out of that as well. Lockie, Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal out yep. of that, yes. Good point. And, and Johnson, um, Michael Johnson. Um, um North Melbourne, I do think, have improved their list. Um, the probably only worry for them is they've got their injury and suspension to key backs. But, um, but with Tabner and, um, and uh, Cox and uh, Hogan out, that's, they're not going yep. to take full toll for that. Um, I think North are a far better side, and, um, and I'd be backing Kangas to win the match and also Kangas 40-plus here. Wow. Okay. So logical. You're uh, you're all over the Kangas on this one. You've already had a little piece of the action on the Kangas on this one, head to head, or yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, and, yeah. and the forty plus. So I haven't backed the forty plus yet, but I will be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's a it's a yes from logical um, for the mug punter. I was prior to Hogan. I was uh, I was happy with uh, Frio, but I think it's just one too far. Um, for the Frio team to lose another key forward. The reason I was keen on Frio is because of the, the, the home ground and for one man in particular that is just a human wrecking ball and I think the Frio team is, I don't know, I could ask Logical this question about how how many points is Fife worth? I, I think he's two goals. I don't know. He's, if he's worth a lot for them and, and the, the sad thing is he might have to play down forward this week because yeah. they don't have forwards and... And he doesn't have a lot of support around him in the midfield. So if that has the case, then they're in some real trouble. Um, they, I think they got 23 goals kicked straight against them in round 22 last year. They got smashed by Hawthorne over there. They got smashed by West Coast in the last couple of rounds. Yeah, so they're pretty leaky. They're, they're not a great side. And the Kangas, they're, they're, they're pretty reliable. Yep, they are um, pretty reliable. You know what you're going to get with the Kangaroos. And as you say, they have added to their list. My thinking with Freo was that the North Melbourne team aren't going to have a lot of key backs. Um, uh, one thing that probably hasn't been spoken about is they, they lose Magic Door out of their side as well. He was actually pretty good for them last year as well. Um, so that's another key back um, issue for, for North Melbourne. Whether Tarrant comes up, he's not sure. Thompson's definitely not playing. Uh, Fife was back into the team, but uh, I was down, down on it when Cox went out because uh, I think he's a really good young forward. Um, but now that Hogan's out, I just I, I just can't uh, come to place a bit on that one for myself. So it's a uh, pass for me on that one. But uh, logical is large on the North Kangas.